You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for another day of a trading week. And I suppose the big story this morning on the opening with Nick Kunzer from Sandland Private Wealth is the massive rally in gold uh, since Friday. It closed above 1900 on Friday, Nick. It's vaulted its way to 1935, an all-time record high. We do go on about it, but it is a big story because it's telling you something about what's happening elsewhere. Morning, Lindsay. Uh, I mean, yes, uh, kudos to, to you and to all of us who have been talking about it for a couple of weeks. Finally got that that all-time high and and, and quite frankly, I don't think we're done yet. You know, as you said, 1,000, you know, 1,932 at trail as high as 1,943 uh, before impairing sort of $10 to where it is now. Mm. But I think for us uh, and for all of us who to watch this this particular asset class, it's just a, it's literally the barometer of what's happening in the world. Coronavirus, China, um, the U.S., uh, you know the the rhetoric between those two, the quantitative easing, you, you, the the massive amount of stimulus that's been pumped pumped into to the markets around the world, and I think gold is that literally that that thermometer. What's happening? And uh, quite frankly, if you held gold, I wouldn't even sell it. I think I think we we're breaking out and and hang on to it. We could quite easily see I think two thousand dollars in the weeks ahead of us. Well, let's have a look at the spot prices so we can find out why exactly the mm. gold price is going up. Okay, the dollar rand is sixteen fifty-seven. The British pound against the rand is twenty-one twenty-four. Both of those around about half a percent weaker for those two currencies, but the rand stronger. Uh, the euro rand is nineteen thirty-eight. The euro dollar, this is the one one seventeen. That's the big one. 117 the euro dollar and we've been talking about this as well you in particular there's going to be the theme of the year a weaker us dollar a stronger euro whichever way you want to look at it uh in the states on friday we had the dow jones down 0.7 percent the s&p down around about two-thirds of a percent the nasdaq down nearly one percent and um, in the forest this morning tokyo down slightly shanghai up a quarter of a percent hang sang down a quarter and in australia the all share index in sydney up a third of a percent probably commodity led in that case, the gold price, yeah, did go into the 1940s this morning. Just somebody woke up and said, yeah, that's it. I'm chucking in my shorts, so I'm going to establish new longs. I've resisted for so long. But anyway, gold at the moment is 1933, which is close to an all-time record high at 1.7% or $32 an ounce. The platinum price is 1461, uh, up 1461, sorry, to 936.5, uh, 1.6%. Uh, silver's up 5.3% this morning. I was speaking to um, JC Lowe from ShareNet Investments this morning, and he says he's been long of silver. I, I don't know if I'm uh, being indiscreet here, but he says for his clients, he's been long of silver. And <laughs> he's doing very well out of it. Thank you very much. And Palladium, where is that, please, Nick? They're also up $16, at $2,235 per ounce. Yeah, and the oil price, as my screen refreshes itself beautifully, uh, the oil price is as follows. The West Texas Intermediate is down 0.6%. And so South Africa's got uh, the, the, the double whammy of a lower oil price and high precious metals prices. WTI is 41.08, and the Brent crude oil price is $43.13 <coughs> per barrel, which is down around about uh, half a percent. But this is, this is big stuff. And before we get into the Stock Exchange News Service, just give us a taste of what the gold shares are doing today. 
Yeah, so Goldshare is obviously responding in kind. The likes of Anglo Gold, the Shanti, up 5.35%. Even the diversified miners, you know, even the Platt shares, Amplat's up 2.43%, Northern Platinum up 3%. Uh, it, just in general, it, it is a solid day from, as you always like to say, Lindsay, the, uh, the shiny stuff that you dig out the ground. It really is one of those days. And uh, as I said, it's, uh, it's, it's been grinding higher, but today almost feels like almost feels like a little bit of a blowout today, quite frankly. Mm, does, uh, it? I mean, Harmony's up 6% today as well, to just give you a tasting point. 123 and 59. I think that's the, the, the high of, of almost an all-time high, yeah. Okay, um, let's have a look at the Stock Exchange News Service because there has been some uh, announcements this morning. If I can get back to that um, screen that I favour, Anglo American Platinum Limited came out with their numbers today. What was the what was the reaction? What were the results like? Obviously, they flagged us on what's been going on, but any surprises? I don't think there's any surprises, but you know they they came out and they said, uh, I mean, net income was ironically was actually down eight percent, but that is year on year. Uh, the dividend was quite impressive. Um, they, they were talking about a, a ten rand twenty three dividend, so still paying dividends, and uh, also revenue up twenty eight percent year on year. Um, I think the market was looking, ironically, for a bit of a special dividend. I mean, that was a bit of the rumor with what these plat shares are doing, but there was no special dividend announced. Um, but in general, they came out and said they see stronger production performance, uh, but uh, a little bit of a, a little asterisk next to there saying that caution that there were significant headwinds still existing. But in general, um, and I think we spoke about this with David on Thursday with Implas, that these balance sheets of these platinum shares are looking unbelievable. I mean, an environment where you've got, you know, uh, the, the South African Reserve Bank sort of almost uh, urging our, our banks to, to hold back on dividends and to prepare their balance sheets. These platinum guys are in a very different space. Mm. Okay, what about the gold guys? Because although the gold price itself is a determinant of their future prospects, Anglo Gold Shanty has come out with a trading statement for the six months ended 30th of June. Share price up over 5%, probably over 6% at the moment. Again, it's a company, I think that Anglo Gold Shanty can be credited with the way that commodity companies have started to behave because it was Srinivasan Venkatakrishnan, the CFO of Anglo Gold Shanty, who started looking at free cash flow and started being a little bit more responsible with the finances of the company that he stewarded. And then he went on to become a CEO. And now, of course, he's gone off to Vedanta, I think it is. Uh, but anyway, the, the, the point is Anglo Gold Ashanti is there this morning. Again, you must have looked at that one. Yeah, we did. <clears throat> you know, once again, I mean, look, we, there's no secret. These, these, these gold shares are very, very leveraged to the gold price. They are uh, you know, when you get that what we call high beta shares, you know, the gold price moves one or two percent. These guys typically move four you percent. Know, so Angler Gold Ashanti, also one of those. And, uh, you know, up five percent a game, 606 rand. Mm. But it doesn't seem that long ago we we're talking about being sort of just breaking through 500. Uh, and quite frankly, you know, I actually made a comment to someone of the week and I said these, these gold shares are almost in a little bit of a sweet spot. You know, when you talk about, uh, you know, where, where the rand is doing and, and what, what certainly what the, all about the dollar, we've been very vocal about it, what the dollar is doing. Uh, what's happening with coronavirus, what's happening with a little bit of the, the risk-off theme with, with the saber-rattling with China and the U.S. I mean, these guys are just, as I said, they're in a bit of a sweet spot and they're going to keep on running. And until they change that theme, you know, if you long them, stay along them. 
Exactly. Other results out today. Liberty Holdings Limited. Now, this is an operational update and trading statement for the six-month period ended 30th of June. And following on that, Liberty Two Degrees Limited uh, Group interim results of the six months ended 30th of June. Let's start with Liberty Holdings. Just a company I've never, ever been excited about, I'm afraid. Yeah, it's difficult to understand that. Look, I mean, for what we don't look at liberties, but we obviously all of us uh, sort of fundamentalists have, have half an hour in Standard Bank. And Standard Bank hold a big chunk of liberties. They were, they are the largest shareholder. Um, and I just, yeah, you know, these numbers just, um, I don't know, they, they, they're just, they're difficult. To, first of all, they're difficult to get your head around. Secondly, they don't seem to ever surprise to the upside. I mean, mm. another loss for the first half of 2020. Um, you know, loss of between seven rand thirty-eight and I think eight eighty or eight eighty-six per share. Uh, just, just not not a good story. And it, 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 as I said, it, it almost feels like they're a little bit directionless. If it wasn't for the, the big daddy, who are the big shareholders in Standard Bank, um, this is not even a share you'd even look at, quite frankly. No, not at all. Uh, Anglo-American PLC came out with its interim results today. The share price up around about three quarters of a percent. Again, it's just such a big company. And we had we do get so much uh, transparency ahead of the results. But again, have a look at that one for me. Yeah, so as you said, up 1.36%. I mean, 420 rand a share. I mean, just to remind listeners out there, the 52 VK is 426. Mm. So we literally give or take five, six rand away from the last high of the last 52 weeks. Uh, but 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 just a good story. I mean, yeah, today it stocks up five percent. Uh, it's not demanding. I mean, this is a stock that's trading on a single digit P of round about nine. Um, as you've said, their balance sheets are nice and, and and looking quite rosy. So this puts this on a dividend yield of four and a half percent. And Anglo American, I think, is it's up there with the diversified miners like BHG Billiton, where. Where you, you probably want to have one of these in your in your portfolio, and, and just a heads up, we do own them at Sundam, mm. but um, a little bit diversified. You know, they've got they've got access to copper, which very other few miners have access to. So they've got access to that copper component, um, and also recently, about a month or two ago, <clears throat> indicating an intention to get into the fertilizer business, which they used to be in a decade or two ago. So diversifying slightly too with their big cash pile. Uh, with their, their really nice balance sheet. And uh, again, I mean, I sound boring this morning, Lindsay, but another one, if you hold it, just hang on to it. I think it's a really good story. Yeah, another good story is the top five on the JSC this morning because they are all good old traditional South African companies that dig things out the ground and sell it to the rest of the world. Royal Bafokeng Platinum up seven and a quarter percent. DRD Gold up six and two thirds percent. Sebania Stillwater up six point one percent. Pan African Resources up six percent. Harmony up nearly six percent as well. This is this is this is great news. I mean, don't get too attached to it because history dictates that it won't last for for that long. But it's lasted for a while, I have to say. And um, the gold price, having broken through, it's, it's, it's going to pull back at some point uh, because this does really look a little bit short-covering, spiky action to me. But it is going to come back. Uh, but on the other hand, let's enjoy it while we can. What do you do with these things now? If someone gave you 10 million rand to, at Sandland Private Wealth, what would you say to them? Well, I mean, you, you, <clears throat> we tend to take the, the, the big sort of picture view, the macro view, and, and 
again without sounding, without beating that same drum. I mean, it's all about the dollar. I mean, this dollar is displaying a lot of indications that it's continuing to weaken. I mean, another big figure this morning, 117.01 bid against the euro. So yep. now 117 handle. I mean, I think put that into your, into your, I guess, your investment philosophy that we're going to see a weaker dollar for for at least the foreseeable future. And what do you benefit off the back of that? Well, certainly commodities. Anything that anything that's denominated in dollars, that asset should see an appreciation. So position yourselves accordingly. And um, I must tell you, just you know, after last week, Lindsay, after the South Reserve Bank coming up, cutting rates a quarter, and seeing the commentary out of the Saab, I mean, this must be they must be pretty grateful for this. This is doing the the sort of hard lifting for them. So certainly, you know, these miners. <laughs> Their tax, uh, their tax payments are going to be quite decent uh, this time around, which maybe might make up for a slight sort of hole that we've got in our budget. But uh, for now, yeah, be, be involved in, in the commodities and, and be involved in the, the shiny stuff you dig out the ground because I think this is going to run for a little bit longer. On the downside today, Hammerson down 5.1%, Investec Limited down 3 and 3 quarters, Capital and Counties, another property company, down 3.6%, Investec PLC down 3.6%, and Redefine down 3.1%. Investec getting some stick. Have the other banks also, I mean, obviously different types of banks, but have the high street banks also done badly this morning? Yeah, they have. And once again, it's, it's difficult to get excited about that space. Um, you know, you look at the, I mean, Nedbank is is grinding back towards that 100 level. You know, it's 112 at the moment. You look the likes of, um, look at the likes of Standard Bank, also similar uh, sounding price at 108.46, down half a percent. It's, it's very difficult with, with interest rates going to where they're going and by all intents and purposes hearing how tough it is on the front line in South Africa and, and hearing what we're hearing with regards to, you know, loan defaults. And I think the likes of Capitec a few months ago, uh, sorry, about a month ago, coming out and, and talking about their loan book, how bad it actually was doing. Very difficult to get excited about these banks. And, uh, you know, we, we're, we're a little bit spoiled for choice, Lindsay, today, you know, on the JSC at the moment. I mean, stick with the ones that are running. You know, stick with the, the miners, stick with the gold shares, stick with the, the precious metals. And uh, for the time being now, they'll get their chance. But for the time being, I wouldn't be rushing into banks. Okay. Uh, what's in the diary this week? We normally start with the diary, but I got so excited mm. about gold, I started with that. <laughs> what's going on this week? <laughs> uh, busy, busy, busy busy start of the week so traders and investors out there you need to sort of uh you know get ready i hope you had a good weekend rest because it is very very busy um we start with uh i mean i, I sent a tweet out this morning i called it all the a's you know on thursday we've got apple reporting we've got amazon oh, um we've got uh the google owned alphabets so all the a's uh we've got facebook on wednesday we've got uh, e-commerce group ebay on the tuesday uh, a lot of the miners, we've got uh, Royal Dutch Shell out on the Thursday, Exxon Mobile, Chevron on the Friday, we've got all the pharmaceuticals. And of course, also just to throw it into the mix, we've got um, the Federal Reserve who are expected to keep interest rates and hold, uh, and they are going to be out uh, on the Wednesday as well. So it really is. Uh, and also throw in, throw in a second quarter US GDP number also out on the Thursday. So it really, really is a chocker week. So um, get ready. It's going to be it's going to be very volatile. Anything I mean, local? I, Anything local? Because um, we had uh, we had Reserve Bank last week, obviously, but um, with a quarter percent no, cut. It, nothing this week. Thin, you know, there's a couple of things on the diary, but you've mentioned Mplats and, and Anglo Gold. But from an economic point of view, very little. Uh, I will add this. I actually sort of threw this into my morning meeting. I said, um, 
I said just for uh, just for for what it's worth. I mean, use it, don't use it. I mean, when I was trading, I was based in the, in the northern hemisphere for over a decade trading, and typically this particular time of year, if I was just looking at some of those moves in the asset classes on Friday, um, it tends to be quite defensive. Uh, we used to call it like the summer cover, Lindsay, or the summer premium with uh, with everyone heading off to the south of France. Mm. But uh, expect trading to be quite thin, and for what it's worth. Um, August tends to be pretty good for things like the yen. Yen is usually quite positive. Swiss franc, gold, and of course volatility. I mean, you mentioned it last week about the VIX. Uh, volatility tends to spark in August too. So use it, don't use it. But that's that's the, the diary that we've got in the lineup we've got. For this Where is that VIX at the moment? Because uh, I went longer at around about 27.4 or something like that. Correct. Uh, where is yeah. it now? Um, so it's currently sitting at uh, 26.75, but uh, as I said, don't don't stress too much. As I, I said, won't. August is typically a very good month for uh, for the VIX, so I'll be buying at these current levels. Nick, give us the indices as they stand after one hour and eight minutes of trading on the JSE. Okay, so as we stand at the moment, <clears throat> we have it's a, it's a positive start to the week, although it, is, it feels like a little bit cautious. We have 0.35% up, that's the JSE all share, 193 points firmer, 55,839. JSE top 40, pretty much the same, 0.37% firmer, 51,451. And if we drill down to the individual indices, we have basic materials, the likes of the miners, we spoke about those. That is leading us higher, 1.42% firmer. Telecommunication services and index also having a good day, up 0.99%. Energy shares as well, up also about a percent. And then on the downside, we have healthcare down 0.18%. The banks, we spoke about those. The financials, those are leading us down 0.66%, that index. And finally, utilities wrapping up the bottom down 2.29% today. Nick, thanks so much for your analysis this morning. That was Nick Kunzer from Sunland Private Wealth. That was the opening, and I look forward to speaking to Nick later on for the 5 o'clock shadow wrapping up uh, what promised to be an interesting and also anticipatory day. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position, or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.